Welcome back, Cuzzies, to another episode of the Coaster Cuzzies podcast. If this is your first time tuning into the Coaster Cuzzies, this podcast is where two best friends talk about roller coasters, theme parks, and shenanigans. Your hosts for this show are Coaster Bro and Theme Park Stud. On today's episode, the Cuzzies have a special, special guest on the show. We have Coaster Bro's wife, Brittany. Woo! Whoa! And they are going to update us on their most recent adventures going to different theme parks all across the United States. So stay tuned and listen to the Cuzzies in your ear. Yo, yo, Coaster Bro, what it do, my dude? Hello, what it do to you? Um, hi. Good to see you. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. I've got my coffee here today, man. I've got my new Adventureland mug. Nice. You can't I see it on the on water. the uh, podcast, but pretty excited about it. That's what's up. That's what's up. You got water? I do. I got some water in my water bottle that I always have. So always. Woo. Gotta stay hydrated. Dude, I'm excited. You just mentioned that we have a special guest on the show, and I can't believe that she has come out of her shell to talk about the wonderful vacation that her and I just had. Just her took 40, 40 episodes, but we did it. Yep. <laughs> there she is. Brittany, how you doing today? I'm good. She's good. <laughs> Woo! Look at that. She's so excited to be here. <laughs> Very Welcome shy. to the She's show, be- Brittany. What'd you say? So welcome to the show. Thanks, theme park stud. <laughs> oh, she's so grateful. So grateful. <laughs> but man, we've got a great show today. We're gonna be talking. We got theme park stud reacts for the month of July. Uh, I went on three road trips with my wife. Woo. You might have went somewhere. It's just it's been a heck of a July for everybody, I'd say. But before um, we get too far into it, let's let's do some theme park stud reacts. Sounds with special good. guest Brittany. Woo. For those of you that haven't heard the show before, I bring up the news. Theme park stud doesn't really follow the news, so he just reacts to it. We have a conversation, have a good time. So the leadoff story. Lead off. Bush Gardens, Williamsburg. There was a family that was attacked by rabid foxes. Oh my god! <laughs> I did not see that coming. Yeah, yes. I like how it's like, like multiple foxes. Like these these foxes ganged up. Like we're rabid, and we're gonna come after this family. Join <laughs> a beautiful day yeah. at a beautiful park. Foxing them up, you know. Yep, that's what it was. So basically, the story behind it. Obviously, wildlife got into the park. It's actually one fox. I lied. It wasn't foxes, which would have been crazy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was just one fox and it did attack a family though and what i was reading on screenscape is it attacked one dude and he was able to throw it back into the bushes and then it came back and bit the kid and then everybody was taken to the hospital because they were like that fox was rabid yeah, they're nocturnal. <laughs> foxes are nocturnal mm-hmm. so if they're out are they rabid mm-hmm. holy shit didn't know that so uh 
What do you think the Fox is upset about? Do you think they're upset because it was like, you know, a very busy day at Bush Gardens? Or, what, you know, what were you made upset to come bite these guests? The, these guests like cut in front of them? I think they were just really upset that they had to pay for parking and there was no car. They yeah. showed up as a Fox because Foxes can't drive. And parking out there is like $20, $25, I think. So I'd be pretty upset too if I was at Fox. Yeah, I'd probably bite people as well. Especially if they had rabies. <laughs> so. Uh, good news the family was okay they left um went to the hospital because obviously the fox was rabid but they're good just a really terrible day because it happened right at open too Um, this is ruining a whole vacation you know just waiting in line for tempesto and get attacked by a fox throw it in the bushes it comes back that is not the day that you want when you go to bush gardens (laughs) did you see the video theme park stud of this michigan ride that it was at um like the fair it's called the cherry festival in michigan is it the one that i sent you maybe very possible because this thing made rounds like my dad was sending me this video you were sending me this video it was like kind of flipping up almost about to tip over completely yes okay yes i did see that so that was wild so i don't know if you saw the second video of like bystanders coming up and like grabbing the ride holding it down yeah oh just crazy man yeah it was, it was insane Brittany says those people were heroes it makes me emotional whenever those people start grabbing on the rails just to save everybody Whew. especially since the ride up guy just ran away yeah didn't hit the <laughs> e-stop just, just peace <laughs> this thing's about to flip i don't need to hit any buttons it's like okay um have you i mean obviously you've never seen a ride do that no how does that even happen well, number one, I think it's it's a carnival, so they're they're <laughs> temporary rides, and they just probably didn't anchor it properly. So with the forces of the ride not anchoring properly, that's what's going to make it tip over like that. Carnival slander. It's physics. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. But man, it makes me think twice about going to a carnival and riding something like that. Oh, that's always crossed my mind anytime I go to a carnival because like they just look so sketch. Yeah, I've seen, uh, I've been to carnivals where like the kitty coaster is just standing on wooden blocks and that's the mm-hmm. supports. And it's just like, is this, how did this pass inspection? <laughs> New series. New series. Mm-hmm. How does All right. <laughs> there is a wild rumor in California and I want to hear your thoughts about it. Do you know where Fresno is in California? Uh, Kind of. Like in uh, the middle, basically? Yeah. So there is a rumor, according to Screamscape, that um there may be a new park six flags fresno or is it fresco fresno it's fresno six flags fresno could be coming to california a new park that's pretty cool that's pretty cool what's even more bizarre is six flags discovery kingdom might just be moving to fresno that's kind of weird it is kind of weird. You just gonna uplift every ride and just move them down? <laughs> I think so. I think um, they would take some of their major rides. Probably, I don't know what they would do with the animals. Got to think it wouldn't be an animal park anymore. You sell the animals to SeaWorld or something. Yeah. Um, the Tiger King. Give it to the Tiger King. Does Tiger King take dolphins in marine I mean, life? He's in jail. So. <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't think he's taking anything right now. Well, oh, he's in jail. But yeah, it's just an interesting thing because you've got like four parks in that San Francisco area, and then you have SoCal, and you just have nothing in between. They need more parks. California does. Yeah. You think so? Well, I said. You've always said that. You've always know, said that. Her nonverbal cues and listeners, you can't see on the on the video, but she, when she said, "Well, he said," she literally nonverbally shook her head. No, <laughs> meaning no. California no. has like more than ten parks, right? And At that least. just went wide over coast of Rosehead. <laughs> I know she was saying no. It was a joke. Good joke. Maybe it did go over my head. Maybe I didn't get it. But <laughs> anyway, do you think do you think a Six Flags could survive in the middle of California? Do you think it's a smart move? I, was, I don't think it's a smart move. You don't? No. I, I think there's, it's just an odd spot to put a park, essentially. I mean, it's kind of halfway between Los Angeles and San Francisco, but I don't know. It just doesn't really seem like a good good business move it kind of feels like you're getting out of the two biggest cities in california and going farther away from those people but then like i guess if you lived in the middle of california which is not as populated would you be able to pull enough numbers to be successful there something to think about Mm -hmm. this also might not be real might not be yeah that's what happens with rumors (laughs) Sometimes they're real, sometimes they're not. Did you look up the definition of rumor or something? No, I just know it. Smart. Smart guy. (laughs) All right. Staying in California at Knott's Berry Farm, there is an incident where a man climbed the Supreme Scream, which is their (laughs) 325-foot-tall SNS launch tower, basically the detonator in Kansas City. Yeah. Climbed the ladder in the middle of operation, um, shut down a big area of the park because people were like, oh, that man's suicidal. He hangs out there for an hour and a half, (laughs) dances for the helicopters, and it's just like celebrating, and then climbs back down and goes to jail. That's pretty cool. (laughs) I mean, dangerous. No one should be doing that, but that's kind of funny. That's funny that he was dancing for the helicopters. (laughs) He's just like, all right, I'm like King Kong. Because there's a flagpole up there. He's doing like King Kong shit too. <laughs> so he grabbed on to the, to, the, to the flagpole and was just like, ah. Just imagine so, just climbing that without any safety gear. Like, gosh, like I would be so nervous. Like, have you ever watched those videos of people climbing things and you just get sweaty palms just watching the videos? Like, those. just imagine yes. climbing that. That would be insane. I wonder if it was one of those guys. Yeah, I wonder if it was. I mean, you're in L.A. I feel like those guys are L.A. people. Not to diss on the people of L.A. at all, but it fits It fits the uh, the theme there, I think. All of our L.A. listeners are mad now. No, I just – I'm not them. shit-talking the people of L.A. I'm just saying L.A. Like, are the kind of people that would climb a 325-foot tower. You guys are cool. They said, sounds like an L.A. person. I'm not talking about the people (laughs) of L.A., you know. (laughs) L.A. slander. (laughs) So the person's in jail. They survived, though. That's good. 
That is good. And uh, imagine being the ride operator. No LA people lost. (laughs) (laughs) Can you imagine operating that ride and just like a dude's climbing it? I could just picture someone just like being like, hey, come down. What are you doing up there? Come down. And the person's just climbing away. And they're just hey, like, uh, do, we, like, do we call the supervisor? Or should we? I don't know. <laughs> this isn't in the manual. How the hell did you get to that ladder? <laughs> oh. All right. Let's go ahead and move to Florida. Big news out of your um, old place of employment. Yeah, Universal or Legoland. Legoland. All right. So you knew about Peppa Pig coming. Yeah. But they finally released a map. And there's going to be like... I think it was like 11 attractions, all very kitty related. But the centerpiece of the park is a kitty coaster. That's what's up. That's what's up. My question for you, let's say admission's $35. Did a little research. Maybe that might be about what it's at. Do you pay $35 to ride that kitty coaster? Uh, me personally, no, because I know people at the park, so I'd get free tickets. <laughs> that a boy. Um, but if I didn't have that option, um, I don't know, probably not like, well, no, cause I'll be just one credit down there. It's a long, there's a long drive to get down to winter Haven from Orlando. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And they don't have anything else new there that really excites me since I left. Would what you? about you? I also would be trying to hit up somebody that works at Merlin and become friends with them and try to get tickets. I think that's the best. So if you are from the city, there's a good chance that there's somebody in a Merlin attraction there. Become friends with that person. Try to get their buddy pass to get on that ride. Cause I ain't paying $35. Now Instagram put a poll up and it was about 55% of people would say, said that they would pay the money to go in and ride that kitty coaster. That's awesome. So we have some dedicated listeners. And it's going to be a standalone like section, right? Yeah, it's going to be a separate gate. Yeah. It's kind of like bringing a midway. I think it actually makes sense. I think that it's going to be successful to have, quote unquote, a third gate with the water park. Yeah. And then you've got this extra attraction that's going to draw in toddlers. I think it's going to do really well. But we are not the demographic to be paying that money. <laughs> That's for sure. One more big, big piece of news. Six Flags Fiesta Texas announced a new roller coaster. Have you heard anything yet? I have not. Ooh, what do you think it is? Uh I don't know. You don't know? I don't Brittany, know. Do you know? Is it the single rail? Not a single rail. They already have a single rail. A Wonder Woman thing. Mm-hmm. A double rail. <laughs> there are two rails. Yes. And yes. it is a B&M dive coaster that they're adding. Oh. Dr. Diabolical. That's a cool name. Pretty cool name. Um, it also has cliffhanger in the name, but they're not diving off the cliff, which is kind of funny. Uh, it's going to be kind of located pretty close to the front of the park by the boomerang um, why, don't like they, a, why don't they have a dive off the cliff it makes perfect sense to do that there it, that's what everybody's saying bro everybody's we're saying all that. saying yes to texas listen listen to the people 
Listen to the people, man. Enthusiasts are all pissed because I thought it was going to be a new prototype type B and M, um, an Axis coaster, which I'm not even really sure what that is. I haven't had I haven't had my ear down the rumor mill on that. But if you think about it, no Six Flags parks have a B and M dive coaster. That's true. There's not really a ton of them in the United States. Yeah, you've got the, the popping up parks, here and there. Yeah, one at Canada's Wonderland. One that's at SeaWorld will open up eventually. That's not United States, by the way. Canada's Wonderland. Oh, North America. North America. Forgot about the borderline there. <laughs> but anyway, what's what excites me about this? It is going to be a small scale B and M dive coaster. But does this open the door for more Six Flags parks to add this? Is there some sort of B&M deal happening where um, we're going to start seeing these pop up? I would hope they're not all getting dive coasters. I think they should have a good variety of different B&M coasters. I know we have a bunch of uh, Batmans everywhere, but maybe, um, mm-hmm. you know, a wing coaster here, mm-hmm. dive coaster hyper coaster and maybe even this prototype that might be rumored you know just have a good variety of new coasters throughout the six flags line all right fair enough fair enough all i'm saying is keep an eye out i think this thing's going to be cloned and put to a lot of parks Boo. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> all right and then we do have some covid news that is worth updating cedar fair parks are dropping reservations um, <laughs> some of them had water parks my favorite, my favorite about this in Can- like just in Kansas City specifically, is like the mayor just put out a mask mandate. All these counties are going to start voting on it, and then literally World of Financial Funds in the like same day, it was like anybody could come now. Have <laughs> reservations. We've had reservations all summer. Now we're not. When everything's getting kind of a little crazy and hectic, <laughs> when in COVID rates on the rise, like you know what? Screw it. Let's just. We're already at this point. Let's just dive on in deeper. No pun intended. Come to Ocean to Fun. <laughs> it, it totally makes you think it's not actually a COVID-related thing that they had reservations for it. Is it were they just trying to manage crowds? I think so. For staffing? staffing levels. But I don't understand. There's no way they're getting, they have enough staff nowadays. Like, we know how it was back then. Everyone's probably burnt out, left for college. So now all of a sudden they're like, you know what? Just one come in. <laughs> Everybody come in. Get your... We need numbers for a grand carnival that's going on. Let's go ahead and lift the reservations. I think that might have been what happened. I could see I that. Know. I mean, it did kind of coincide with that event starting. Do you see Screamsters are going to make $20 an hour? No, I didn't. That's insane. Yeah. Might have to pick up a side job in the <laughs> during the haunt season as my wife glares at me. Stay home with me, she says. <laughs> All right. Parks are also, you know, World of Fun comes out and says, dropping reservations. But there are parks that are starting to re-require masks indoors. Um, and some just requiring masks altogether. So Six Flags St. Louis came out and said that masks were required again at their park. Uh, Disney World came out and said that masks are again required. So are we about to buckle down for another wave? Yeah, probably. Think Unfortunately. So. Yeah. Well, that's no fun. <laughs> and the last thing, Disney Parks actually came out and announced that their team members all will be required to take the vaccination. Cast members. 
cast members. Sorry, Walt. I heard you turn in your grave. <laughs> Sorry about that. They're cast members. <laughs> yeah, I, I saw that too. So I was, I was. That's interesting. But I know, like yeah. Google and Facebook, all came out kind of the same thing. Or maybe it was Amazon, one of the two. Yeah, just a lot of COVID restrictions coming out. Kind of interesting to see, you know, that one of the biggest tourist spots in the world is like, yo, let's go ahead and be the first to pull the trigger on requiring vaccinations for staff. Yeah. So, pretty interesting stuff. Hey, I appreciate you reacting to all that stuff, guys. Thank you. You're, I mean, you're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so we've been out for a little while and we got some stuff to talk about yeah you guys been everywhere all over the midwest my wife and i experienced every state that starts with an m and an i in uh the midwest wait i and a not every state but we only went to states that were started with an m and an i (laughs) which was kind of weird but anyways, the, the month of July was a big month where I needed to burn some PTO because I was getting to the point where if I earned any more PTO, I didn't actually get it. So I was like, you know what? Going to take off Sunday through Wednesdays in July, and my wife is off in July. Let's go. Let's just go places. So our original plan was the first – we had three weekends in a row we were leaving. First weekend was going to be Des Moines. Second weekend, Michigan's Adventure and Indiana Beach. Third weekend, we were going to hit up Kentucky Kingdom, do Louisville a little bit, go to Holiday World. We'll update you as we go here. (laughs) I'll say, I'm pretty sure that wasn't the case. That did not entirely happen. (laughs) So the first weekend, we decided we're going to bring our dog, Little Hudson, you might have seen him on the Instagram on occasion. And let's go to Des Moines. Let's get an Airbnb. And Brittany had never been to Adventureland before. So I was like, Adventureland's awesome. You're going to love this place. We need to go. So we put our dog in the car. On the way up, we ate at this delicious place that we ended up eating at later in the trip as well. And uh, you know how we've been doing the Des Moines breakdowns? This was just a place we found. Um, And Jeff's research, he didn't find this. But it was this place called Franca's Pizzeria. And you know how I rank my pizzas, right, Theme Park Stud? Oh, yeah. 8.2 out of 10. Wow. It was a really good pie. It was so good. Now, it wasn't Neapolitan style. Add a little hot honey on that shit. The ingredients were so good, and my gosh, I, I think I'm in love with this pizza joint, and I had to bring it up. They're also very nice. When we walked in the second time, the lady was so excited to see us, but also she knew the name of the dogs on the street because she saw a puppy she recognized. His name was Max. And Max is nine weeks old. She told us that as well. So one thing that we like to point out with Des Moines is – This is like the friendliest city I think we've ever been to. People are friendly and very dog friendly. Dogs everywhere. People are nice. Like they actually give a crap about you. And it was just nice. 
people kind of crap on the city of Des Moines. And I think we might start visiting yearly. Would you say that? I don't see where we don't go because I love it. Yeah. Like the city isn't crowded. We went to a Starbucks there. <laughs> and so there's no parking around the Starbucks. They have some street yeah. parking, which is not full. But I went in to get the order because we had the dog. And oh, go ahead. Yeah. People pull up and just put on their hazards in the middle. Like we're, you're looking at the Capitol building. People put up <laughs> put their hazards and just walk inside. I'm not not parking. It's not a parking spot. It's just like <laughs> the road. They don't give a, give a shit. They just go in, get their coffee. However long it takes, it's whatever. Our hazards are on outside. People so, can go around them or no? Yeah, yeah. they could go around them. Yeah. But they just That's put funny. on their hazards. So it's like this very small town city where like the people they, they are city people but they very much have this like country attitude of just like yeah these are just some buildings and we're still in iowa <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> yes and um we actually did get a chance to walk hudson um we were going to take him to the sculpture park but that's the Papa free John's. sculpture park you found papa john's which we found out there were no Papa John statues. What? Yeah, it was it was kind of Vegas. False advertising. <laughs> <laughs> First off, and um, you know we we pulled up, and we realized we could just kind of drive around and see everything. So it's free. So if you're looking for something to do in Des Moines, go do it. But like, if you're not really into art, I don't know that you get out of the car. <laughs> yeah <laughs> but um we decided instead like let's go walk the dog by the capitol because they have a beautiful capitol building there and they had some monuments and stuff sculptures so we went there instead it was a lot less crowded too for our dog so that was a pretty good afternoon i'd say would recommend walking around the capitol of iowa that's cool better than you think it is i promise <laughs> And then the next day, we decided, let's go to Adventureland. Whoop. You know, the reason why you people are listening. And uh, we basically started off the day. I started off the day saying, I got to get this 4D coaster credit before there becomes a line. So I immediately went to Dragon Slayer. Brittany was like, peace. I'm not <laughs> riding that thing. It looks ridiculous. Good choice. So I got to walk right on. I picked the more intense side. And why do 4D coasters exist? I don't. <laughs> it is what I thought it would be. It's silly. It's, it's not fun. You kind of giggle through it because you're like, oh, my God, am I going to die? But you just kind of rock back and forth. You flip and then it's over. The people of Des Moines love it. Really? <laughs> they love this ride. They love talking about it. I, I, I just heard people in line talking about the dragon slayer the dragon slayer mm. they're so, excited they they're are excited. very excited about it so new coaster in des moines it's a big deal for the iowans i think it's silly but first new credit since 2019 so i can't hey. complain too much exactly it was pretty nice and then we went to Brittany's 100th roller coaster Woo. and rode the monster and um Brittany, this was your first visit to the park. I got to hear your opinion on Monster. Did you like it? I loved Monster. I thought it was really fun. 
I had a moment when we were going up though, because I mean, I had sunscreen on and I had like the lap thing down, and it's I was like, only. I was like, am I about to slip out of this? <laughs> like, oh man, like <laughs> I, I am nervous. But an older lady, because most of the Adventureland employees are elderly, she, it's like she like tucked you in. She was like, it's okay. Like she was so nice that I was like she wouldn't trick me it was so much fun there was lots of um hang Hang time time. that's it and it was just really fun I loved it it's one of my new favorites that's awesome I loved it I was it looks great it's worth going to Adventureland just for that and I and I and I had heard that but then after I got off I was like no that was really fun it's a good ride and Mm -hmm. one thing that I also noticed about Adventureland this is the friendliest park. Mm-hmm. There's something about like there's a lot of old people working there, and they like care about you. Um, it's it's nice. Even more oh, friendly because... than like Dollywood or Sodor City. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, when we went, of all the coasters, only one of the coasters had younger people working it, and everybody else was elderly, mm-hmm. and they they were cracking jokes. Yes. They were telling stories. It was so great. Our next ride was actually Tornado. And, you know, the, the coaster ran good. It was fine. Wasn't bad. Wasn't great. But the ride operator got on the mic and said, does anybody know how fast this roller coaster goes? And of course, of course, he's I, screaming. He's like, 55! Full <laughs> <laughs> like, out, like, trying to, like, elbow these 12-year-olds out well, of the way. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I got it right. But he said, close. The actual answer is 88 miles an hour. No, isn't that what he said? Mm-hmm. And then everybody kind of laughs. The older people kind of understand the joke. And then when we get back to the station, he delivers the real punchline. And he's like, now those of you that didn't understand my joke, <laughs> 88 miles an hour, Michael J. Fox went 88 miles an hour on what movie? <laughs> and it was just... <laughs> And it was obviously, uh, what's that movie called? Back to the Future. Back to the Future. future. But the 12-year-olds in the ride were not going to get that. No, they did not understand the joke (laughs) at all. But the extra effort to just like start the joke, dispatch the ride, remember that he told the joke, and explain his joke when he got back. It was just so funny. Yeah. And then we headed over to my next new credit, Phoenix, which is like a, a Mauer spinning coaster much like the one we all rode together at waldemir okay and i'm gonna let Brittany talk about this ride because she loved it it's the best spinning coaster i've ever been on yeah. it was so smooth <laughs> it was so much fun i don't really know what else to say but i got off it and i was like that was actually fun it was it was a That's good spinning awesome. coaster do you think it was better than time traveler though no time traveler's different okay. fair enough she doesn't count it in the same. No. One thing I was impressed with this ride, though, is you very much could have just plopped this ride down and just said, here you go, Iowa. Ride this ride. And they decided to really theme up this very tiny portion and gave it like an oriental theme. So there's like a gong. There are like quotes from Gandhi. They're hanging lanterns. <laughs> and they even have a food truck. Do you remember what the food truck was called? I can't remember. Mm. But it was like a, um, it was an Asian food truck. What they had there, the dumplings? Yeah. They sold dumplings out of it. And then they had Bernie, the mascot, like a huge stuffed animal driving the car. And 
they committed they committed to it <laughs> and this is like the only oriental themed anything in the park it's not even off a in the corner. corner it's not even a corner it's, <laughs> it's just the ride it's like a little strip off the midway but um they just put a lot of effort into it and it's just like little details like that make adventureland cute like, that's cool i didn't need a gandhi quote for my spinning coaster but it was there <laughs> damn it then we got the two other credits underground which scared the hell out of Brittany. Whew. there's an animatronic there that is terrifying <laughs> in the queue line yeah and we were right against it it uh-huh. was although again the worker who was working it mm-hmm. it got full and she was like let me check and she closed the door and then she opened it like while the animatronic was going she's like it's full guys sorry just letting us know <laughs> yep didn't need to check back in most you know six flags parks wouldn't have done that she did but she had to make sure to let us know like we'll get you on the next one <laughs> so cute oh man but that animatronic that uh i would say this this ride needs help the animatronic is so jittery like you just hear his jaw going clunk 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 and you can't hear what he's saying in the queue line i would just love for like sally corporation to come in and just redo this ride add more animatronics kind of put a better story behind it a story a story at all because you're just going through darkness and then there's like skeletons and you're yeah, like, I'm trying to. I think I've been on that. I can't remember exactly. You have. Yeah, I can't. It's I'm. I'm remembering a little bit, but I, I remember it just being like, "What the hell did I just ride?" <laughs> yeah, because it doesn't have any big coaster drops, but then it also doesn't have any story to it. Mm-mm. And the people I will love it, <laughs> so maybe they'll never. <laughs> it was our longest wait. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Everybody rides underground, surprisingly. And then we did ride Outlaw, their CCI wooden roller coaster. Not as good as I remembered it. I know you and I loved it. They had like bouncy airtime on it when we rode. Yeah. It's getting a little rough. Interesting. Not great, but it's still there. So that's great news. Um, some other things we did, we rode the Sky Ride where you go through the trees and everything. So that was fun. And then we also took our own advice and went to the Beer Garden. And I had a beer while we just kind of hung out by the fountain. And that beer garden, we'd never been in it, um, was really pretty. Yeah. I liked it. It's a good place to just sit and relax and talk about your day. But I had a really good IPA there called the Bubba New England IPA from, I can't read my handwriting, some sort of local brewery. And it was a good IPA. There you go. Delicious. Um, yeah, but that was Adventureland. We didn't spend a whole lot of time. We didn't re-ride many things. Like the train was down, so we didn't get to ride the train. We didn't visit the water park. But did you have any general thoughts about Adventureland? It's worth going to. I know it's in the middle of nowhere for a lot of people, but Mm -hmm. it is worth going to. I really liked it. I would say, especially next year when you're going to have a new amusement park opening i think it's no more than three hours away i think it's actually closer but um to add this with that new amusement park like you got to make sure that you visit if you haven't yet or if you have visited go back and get the credits because they're they're not really worth it but adventure land's worth it (laughs) Mm -hmm. you haven't ridden monster yet bro i haven't i know i i need to go yeah that's why it's so good (laughs) <laughs> I say it looks good. 
It's really good. It's fun. Oh man. Yeah. I know that. Uh, some other Des, Des Moines shout outs we want to give. You had a cupcake place that you would recommend to. Oh my God. There everybody. is this place called Molly's Cupcakes. And it turns out, I think it's actually a chain. I think there's like a couple. There's one in Chicago. But Molly's Cupcakes, uh, the person who opened it was inspired by his third grade teacher who would bake cupcakes for the students' birthdays. And then he opened a cupcake shop. And it, it sells like cookies and stuff too, which is what I get. I get a monster cookie from there, but mm. it's so sweet. Like it has swings by the bar. It's like school themed. It's dedicated to his teacher and they donate like their profits to local schools. That's cool. So it's just, it's delicious and sweet and it just makes your soul happy. So also, go. <laughs> yeah, some great gluten-free options too. And their coffee was pretty good. I had a drip coffee from there and it was pretty tasty. Nice. And then we also did the Iowa thing and had hy V for breakfast one morning. And Brittany <laughs> ran into somebody in the middle of nowhere, Iowa, um, that she didn't <laughs> expect running into. So that was pretty funny. Um, one thing I do want to point out, though, the people of Des Moines, I know we've said how friendly they are, but this is how friendly they were. So went to hy V, put our order in, and for some reason, our card wasn't working. Thought it was because I was from out of town. Turns out it was the card reader, but the lady that took order was just like, go ahead and eat dinner or eat, eat your breakfast and we'll just worry about it later. It's like, all right. So we ate breakfast and then afterwards we go up there and pay. They're just so trusting in Des Moines. She was worried that it was ruining our breakfast. Like she kept checking in on us. Like, it's okay. We'll figure it out <laughs> after breakfast. <laughs> you just eat your breakfast. You need anything else? Let me know. That's awesome. That's good to hear. Super sweet. Yeah, I need to go to Des Moines now and just experience these nice, friendly people. It's refreshing. It's yeah. so nice. Mm-hmm. For sure. So we got back. I worked for a couple days and then off to Michigan's Adventure we were going to go. And Brittany, you were excited about Michigan's Adventure. Why? Shivering timbers yes yes it's the timbers i always get nervous because i'm always like which one but i was so excited i thought this was the diamond in the rough i thought i've heard such good things i was like this is going to be special i i was i was ready so we do a little run in the morning and we get ready for a nine hour drive we're driving to south bend indiana to stay the night and then we're gonna do the two hour drive in the morning to go to michigan's adventure we're driving we get through hannibal missouri we are amongst the cornfields of Illinois, and I am driving. I look at the dashboard. A ton of lights have come on. My <laughs> wife then notices the lights, which is the story. She would like to take credit for noticing the lights. I noticed them. I just didn't want to freak her out. So she looks it up. She says we should pull over. I'm like, all right. We start pulling over, we get off on a, an on-ramp and all there is is corn. And I'm like, oh shoot, the power steering's not working. Oh, so I'm like trying to get over as far as I can. We stop the car, I turn it off, try to restart it and nothing. The car dies and somewhere around Pittsfield, Illinois. 
I'm just saying there is time in that story for me to look up on my phone with bad internet in a cornfield <laughs> that we should pull over at all you're <laughs> noticing first. I just want to point out driving on the interstates in Illinois is a very straight experience. You don't really have to steer. So we weren't in that much danger. <laughs> I just love how you saw the lights but chose to ignore them. That's my favorite part. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like there's a, but we were fine. We're in a Coast Bro, let me uh let me break it down to you into um, a way you might understand. So picture the car like a roller coaster panel. And uh, you know, these there's, there's these lights that kick on sometimes, just like an alarm light. We're like, hey. Maybe a photo I didn't get flagged right, or maybe someone accidentally pressed the stop, like the emergency brake or something. Um, and if those lights come on, especially a lot of them, you know, you're gonna know different alarms are gonna say what. Well, that alarm is like, hey, we're gonna be doing a 1027. We're gonna be evacuating this mug. So uh, J1, let's go. So it turns out I should pull over faster. <laughs> Got it. But anyway, we're in a cornfield trying to figure out our towing situation. We're calling the insurance. And meanwhile, we're just applying sunscreen. Brittany's getting attacked by bees. The tow truck shows up after about an hour. Hour and a half. And a half. We have a a run-in with a state trooper who helps us jump the car so we can get it out of the way of traffic, um, which there was zero traffic in the middle of Illinois on this on-ramp. But um, yeah, so it sucked. It was a Sunday. So getting it to a mechanic, there's no mechanics open on Sunday. They take them off. So we dropped it off at a place and the meals, meals. Mm-hmm. And the tow truck driver suggested the Green Acres Motel, which when you pull up, it has this very fancy sign. It's very much a motel. And we're like, <laughs> oh my God, is this where we're going to be staying for the next week? Because we did not know what was wrong with our car. State trooper said it might be an alternator. A lot of people drove by. You know how, like, when you break down, people just love to point out what they think is wrong with your car? Or text you and tell you. Mm -hmm. I think it might be the alternator. I think the belt might be out. Mm. Check the belt. I mean, it's all in the... um, Everybody's trying to help, but it is very annoying. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Well, especially if, like, you don't know anything and you're Mm -hmm. just looking at it. I'm like, I don't... I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. So that's where we were. We got our, we called early in the morning on Monday. I was like, hey, here's our situation. We're trying to get out of town. And took the, we were kind of worried because we started talking to the people of Pittsfield, Illinois, which we're talking about a population of 4,000, where everybody has an opinion on everything. Everybody has an opinion about everyone. So, like, when we're checking in the hotel, they're like, where'd you take the car? Well, we took it to Neil's. And the guy, the guy checking us in has like a sleeveless shirt on. He's like, Neil's is pretty good. <laughs> and then the next morning we wake up and I'm talking to the assistant manager and she's like, oh, you took it to Neil's? Cliff. Oh, Cliff, that guy's an asshole. <laughs> and she's like, she's like, we're going to go ahead and uh, save your room for the rest of the week just in case. We're like, oh, oh shit. shit. Yeah. But then, so we're trying to like wheel and deal and figure out um other places to take it but they're like well this mechanic over here alan alan he'll get the job done but he'll screw you over on the price 
<laughs> all right well maybe we and we would have to get it towed across the street to get like literally across the street to get it worked on which would be 50 bucks just to tow it over there to see if they can fix it faster when we call this other place in the middle of pittsfield which they were gonna get it done so we were actually thinking about towing it over there because they're like we can get it done for you maybe this afternoon because we found out it's an alternator that needs replaced but our hero calls back what's cliff. His name? cliff calls back and says we got good news for you. We called around town. We found the only alternator in town for your car. There's only one left. It's your lucky day. We'll have this thing done for you by the afternoon. And if you're trying to get out of here, I know the Green Acres Hotel, they're pretty good about negotiating a price if you're trying to leave tonight. <laughs> it's just like after they talk shit on them, which was kind of funny. But um, <laughs> so they got it fixed and we decided to stay the night one more night because the next day was going to be indiana beach because i mean this whole day we also got the car at like six yeah yeah and this was the day we were supposed to be at michigan's adventure and it's like uh, i don't know if we just want to go to indiana beach so we did an audible we did an instagram live and people were saying go to holiday world you need to give voyage another chance so we decided next morning we'll wake up early as shit sorry about that wife like 5 a.m and Drove through the corn all the way to Santa Claus, Indiana, about five and a half hours. But shout out to Pittsfield, Illinois. Mm. Those people are so nice. Caleb very much wanted to take um, Uber. And it turns <laughs> out there is Andy. Andy is the Uber driver for the entire Pike County because everything there is by the county. Pittsfield, Illinois is famous because the neighbor of Abraham Lincoln as a child moved there and bought one of the five houses and when Abraham Lincoln died he gave a six-word prayer that really stuck with everybody but nobody wrote down the six-word prayer <laughs> we didn't have a car but we could walk to the mechanic and we could walk to the country market and at the country market they were selling t-shirts <laughs> And sweatshirts that the woman makes with her cricket. So I got a sweatshirt that says no place like Pittsfield because we're the economy. <laughs> I'm pretty excited about it. Everyone was really nice. It was a one of a kind experience. I can't wait to go back. <laughs> I love the, the whole six word prayer that really stuck with people, but no one wrote it down. No <laughs> one wrote it down. And they say that on the side. They were like, he was a man of few words. He gave a six-word prayer that really touched everyone. <laughs> they have they have statues of people in Pittsfield. And you're like, okay. No, it's just people from the county who worked with Lincoln. The whole county. Everything there is by the county. It's a place where you go where the dine-in pizza hut is next to the taxidermy. Oh, yeah. Which is also next to a huge cornfield. <laughs> oh, man. We, we fell in love with small towns on this trip, I would say. For sure. So we also ate lunch in Chillicothe, Missouri, which was, we went for a walk around the square and it was great. There's like a fun restaurant we ate out there. The murals mm -hmm. in the small town are of the buildings you're already looking at. So they've painted the buildings exactly how they are onto the buildings. Chill Chillicothe translates, by the way, into big city in which we live. <laughs> <laughs> It has strong Pawnee Indiana vibes. Yeah. Yes. Wonderful. 
but that was a great trip um oh we should talk about holiday world i guess yeah anyways i just thank you pittsfield <laughs> yes you were a great host and we hope to visit you again one day on purpose on purpose <laughs> All right, so we went to Holiday World. We left early in the morning, and we got there right around opening, a little bit after. And we walk in, and it's like, all right, let's hit Raven up. And it has a full queue. So we're like, oh, shit, let's skip Raven. We go down to Legend, and it's closed. Like, oh, well, I guess we're making the trek back to Voyage. We walk back to Voyage, and we get a front row ride on this thing. I'm very nervous and excited because I hear that Voyage has been smoothed over they've been really taking care of it we get a front seat ride and we had our hands up the whole time mm. on voyage nice. and i got off that ride and i was like oh my god they actually fixed voyage i even went on instagram and posted about it i've never seen you wowed by a roller coaster before and yeah. you you were like he got off like all like voyage is back it's i was like okay like like he was real into it like looking up at the sky (laughs) (laughs) it's back i just couldn't believe it was back i couldn't believe it so um it was great and i was even talking like i think this might be back in my top 15 top 10 Mm -hmm. wow really good so then we go on to thunderbird and I'm really excited for this because I know that Brittany loves wing coasters and this is like gatekeeper. Brittany loves gatekeeper. And I was like, ah, she loves gatekeeper. She's going to love this launch wing coaster. I didn't tell her about the barn because she loves tunnels and your missed stuff. So that was a fun surprise to hear her be like, oh, a barn in the middle of the ride and just screaming and loving it. And um, gosh, that's still one of my favorite rides at the park. It's really good. What were your thoughts on it? It was so much fun. I wasn't expecting it to be intense the whole time. Like it was fast the entire time. There was no floaty moments, but it was really fun. Very different style to Gatekeeper. Mm, but it was great. The queue was great. The ride off, the dispatch guy was really fun, really mm-hmm. personable. Everybody was, everybody working that ride was nice. It was really fun. Yeah. Great experience there. So then we go on to Gobbler's Getaway. Oh, man. They're dark ride, and I knew Brittany would love this. A treasure. A treasure. You go around, you're calling turkeys, and the turkeys <laughs> are, once you call them, they pop out from whatever they're hiding behind. It was fantastic. That's a good And ride. then at the end of the ride, after we call all these turkeys, on Thanksgiving Day, the family decides to have pizza. I just couldn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> and they eat pizza and the turkeys party. It's great. Yes. I wish more dark rides were as charming as this one. I was not your average turkey, by the way. Like, I got, I scored pretty good. Hey. Yeah, represent. She she did really well. So that was a nice surprise for you, I'd say. Oh, man. So fun. So good. I knew it was great. I tried not to hype it up too much, but man, that is one of my favorite shooting dark rides. Mm -hmm. Then we went and rode Raven, who just got the Evermore Project happened. And um, got some new retracking, got some love done to the trains, and we rode in the second to last row. After eating. After eating. Within 20 minutes of eating. I'm like, all right, we got to get Raven in. You know how I do. Oh, yeah. So it kicked ass. That thing was hauling ass. The turnaround, 
was butter smooth and the ride was very intense but short which was pretty nice so i got off raven thinking wow i've always thought highly of this ride but now i think i think even more high of raven top Brittany. 10 i'm skin <laughs> <laughs> what'd you think so here's the thing I, I knew Voyage's reputation. I knew Raven was good. I've heard that. But I, I knew Voyage's reputation was intense. And so in my mind, I was like, we have ridden the most intense roller coaster at this park. Here comes a relaxing ride, a little romp through the woods. Nah. No. <laughs> Just. And so Thunderbird, intense. Voyage, intense. Raven, I was like, oh, and it was smooth. Like it was good, but I was not ready for it to be. It was so fast. And I got off and my legs were like wobbling. <laughs> like I was like, what just happened? Like, why is every ride here like extreme? But it was smooth and it was pretty. I think there was a lake. I don't know. I wasn't ready <laughs> was for a lake. the first because it just was so fast. But I was shaken, but it was it was good. It was really good, even, but yeah. I wasn't ready. Yep. So, yeah, one thing that we kind of realized with with Holiday World is like, yeah, every version of their coaster is intense. Like they don't have. There's no family media. ride. There's, There's no, no family like, ride. Ah, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> People would try to say that Thunderbird is, but it's also the most intense wing coaster. People of Saint Claus, Santa Claus, mm -hmm. and yeah. Next, next level. If that's what they think, like a park is supposed to be. <laughs> just, Every whoa. roller coaster should punch you in the dick. Yeah, it did. <laughs> it's an awesome park. Like it's it's pretty cool. I like it. Yeah. So we went back um, to see if Legend was open, and it ended up being down the whole day. So we did not get a ride on Legend, which was kind of kind of tough. Whenever you have four coasters and one of them's down for the day, that's pretty much a big bummer but so we decided to go back down to voyage and i was like i gotta figure out if this was a fluke or not let's ride in a different seat because front row was amazing um let's just ride in the middle because Brittany, you were kind of scared right in the back which i understand i was too i was like is, this, is it really bad in the back so we decided to ride in row five and let me tell you night and day difference Row five was miserable, terrible. Oh. It drags you through the ride. It's rough. It's like, instead of hands up, you're hanging on and you're like surviving voyage. And I don't understand how someone could ride in row five, which I'm assuming it's not just a row five thing. I'm assuming this is most of the train. Get off that and think that was elite. That was a fun experience. <laughs> Some people can, but it was it was like almost scary would you say i mean you so hated it more than i did to go from <laughs> road row one where we did hands up the whole time yeah and it was fun to go from row five so like you know your hands are up and then after the second drop like I started thinking like someone died on this ride <laughs> earlier this year and i could see how because it was that rough i was scared and like in my head i started thinking i think this is one of the longest rides 
Like we're, we're not even, we haven't even turned around. I don't know if I'm going to make it. Like I got, I've, I have never been scared before on a roller coaster and I was scared. Do you think just row one was just a fluke? I, um, so Voyage's number one fan is Airtime Mike. So I reached out to him. I was like, I love him. He's nice. He's very nice. And I hit him up. I was like, dude, how is it so different in row one than row five? And he said, oh, you only ride Voyage in row one or row 11. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, why is that a rule? Well, like, it should be good. Like, when you ride a GCI wooden roller coaster, you don't really have to worry about where you sit because every ride is fairly similar, right? In intensity. Yeah. And um, gosh, it's just hard for me. Like, a lot of people say this is an elite ride, but if you only ride in row one and row 11 and the rest is straight garbage, like, hot garbage i'm gonna say that like you can say what you want about me that ride fucking sucks if it's not in row one or row 11 apparently and i don't understand how you make that an elite coaster like i can understand if somebody only rode in row one and that's their experience and they're like yeah it's a number one coaster but like what about the other seats <laughs> so it's it it kind of put me in a weird place where i'm like i'm like ranking coasters right now where i had probably a top 10 ride of my life on the front row but then like one of the worst rides of my life in row five how do you rank that in the same day yeah that's crazy hours apart and um one thing i do want to bring up too with holiday world some of the employees were pretty good but this part gets friendliest employee awards like every year right it felt like a very friendly six flags (laughs) But it was not like we got to compare it to Adventureland the week before. And Adventureland kicks the shit out of friendliness. Like they were so much better than Holiday World. Um, and now there were some good employees at Holiday World, and I gotta give them some shout outs. Like there's a guy at Voyage that did really well. Thunderbird guy. Thunderbird guy did really well. But like food stand people and um, a couple other rides is just kind of like a bad experience. It's so. unfortunate. Yeah, it was, it was one of those days that started really well, and then we had a bad ride on Voyage, and like, to be honest, the crew Legends Voyage, close. they handled a, a vomit situation there that took them like 30 minutes to clean. And they made fun of that guest for throwing up in front of everybody for 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. Damn. It was... and Before the worst ride of your life. Yeah. <laughs> And like they had to like down the ride, so it was loaded for a little bit. Theme park side. This is the operational nerd side of me. But when whenever someone threw up on the ride, didn't we send the train and then clean up after it came back? Uh, trying to remember. They would cycle us through. Yeah. So here's what happened. There, there are procedures here. Somebody threw up, and they had people loaded, um, waiting to come into the station. They call park services to come clean the station puke. And this takes like 10 minutes and people are just hanging out on the brake run. Then they finally send the ride and park it on the lift and then unload people. Um, And then they go clean it on the lift, but they had to east off the ride. So they get everything clean. That takes about 20 minutes. They come back and say, Hey, we're, we're all good to go. Like park services, clean the station. And then, uh, but we got to wait for maintenance to come reset the ride. So it was a 30-minute downtime for puke. It was just like, 
that doesn't seem like the right way to go about cleaning this. Yeah. While being unkind. While being unkind. So wasn't very impressed with the crew on that. What were they doing making fun of the guests? Like pulling their shirt over their nose, gagging at each other, pointing at it. There was like a write-up that got on the mic and was like, hey, I'm the best employee here. While all of his friends are like going to clean the ride and he's just trying to crack jokes. It was just like, it was off-putting. I would just say that. Do better, Holiday World. You can do do it. Now, one thing that we were impressed with Holiday World. Brittany is a... yeah, go, just go for it. I'll just let the you. sunscreen. I had <laughs> free, a free sunscreen. That free, should be a park norm. Free soda and sunscreen. Oh yeah. I just free I don't parking. Free just the sunscreen. I it was so great <laughs> to be like, ooh, my shoulders. Ooh, no melanoma, not here. That should be at every park. I know that there's like some topical like like allergic, but I mean like if you put like the warning of like, hey, if you have sensitive skin, don't use. I feel like every place should offer free sunscreen. That was I think was most great. most places do. They just don't make it readily available. Well, like, let me tell Holiday you, World. sanitize yeah. sunscreen. Like you was like, great. You, I know um, a lot of places I've been to, they either sometimes they have it in their bathrooms or most likely if you go to the first aid, um, they always have it there. But nice. again, that's not very really readily available or advertised like Holiday World. So it's it's pretty cool that they they put out there like that. I loved it. And it was, I was like, I think it's been two hours. Reapply. I've never been that good at reapplying sunscreen. <laughs> so good. I could just go on and on about that sunscreen. That was <laughs> delightful. It was nice to know that you didn't have to worry about bringing in sunscreen or um, getting burnt. It was pretty nice. Yeah. It was great. Uh, but there's also one other element. So, Brittany, you are generally like sensitive to gluten. Yeah. So you. Yeah, you're brushing it off. But we went to this food stand that was entirely gluten free. Yeah, it was good to go to a park. Like, I mean, it's it is it's fine. But to be like, no, here's an entire gluten free stand where we're dedicated to gluten free cooking. That was now the employees weren't enthusiastic about it. They let us know (laughs) when we walked up. They said, just so you know, everything here is gluten free like don't like like like, that like like, with an attitude like don't eat here yeah and we were caleb literally said sorry yeah sorry everything's gluten-free and he's like well that's why we're here (laughs) (laughs) it's like jesus go easy like be proud of your little gluten-free stand but um we did try i got some cauliflower crust pizza which it was not good it was probably the my least favorite thing that they had but it's cool because if you have a gluten allergy or let's say you're on the keto diet or something and you're craving pizza, you can have it. Yeah. I don't recommend it though. <laughs> they have breadstick chips that were gluten-free that were pretty good. And then Brittany, your meal, chicken bites and gluten-free funnel cake, so both gluten-free. I don't normally replace anything, but it was like, oh, well, I haven't had chicken nuggets in months. I'll try it. It was great. It was so delicious. And then... They had a gluten-free funnel cake and airtime Mike and I had talked about this funnel cake. So I was, I was pretty excited. And again, like I haven't had a donut in forever or anything like that. So I was like, I'll just, we'll try it. Heaven. It was so good. Airtime Mike came through. It was good. I loved it so much. I also had about half the funnel cake. Mm -hmm. And um, as somebody that can eat all the gluten he wants, 
Um, that was still a an amazing final kick. So like, awesome. I would even recommend like if you're trying to, I guess a health conscious funnel cake. I don't know. I don't. I don't really think it plays like that. I don't think it's so. Just, it's just. Can you really tell a difference, like taste wise? No. That's yeah. awesome. I don't think it was pretty spectacular. It was so good. So if you have a gluten allergy, and you go into Holiday World. Go there. It's awesome. Any other closing thoughts about Holiday World? <sighs> I really like the theming. I thought it was really fun. It the park looks really really good. Yeah. But the the fact that there's like no like difference in the ride lineup that was hard for me. It needs yeah. more family friendly coasters because all the family friendly rides are like basic flats. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A tilt a whirl, a wave swinger, that sort of thing. But anyway, that's Holiday World. It was okay. Voyage is overrated. And I, I can think what, what I loved about Holiday World, and you guys sound like you didn't really experience or wanted to, is the water park. I think really putting them both together, I think that's how you make it into a full day of fun versus just one side or the other. That's true. I mean, you got like three water coasters over there now Jeez. and two wave pools. Like it's, it's got everything you need in a water park. Oh yeah. And we it's just were not up. feeling a water park that day. No, I feel, I, you know, I totally get that. Um, yeah. I just think for that park, it's kind of built to experience both at the same time, essentially. Yeah. And we did not do that. Yeah. So maybe next time. All right, and then the last trip. This was the trip that was going to be Kentucky Kingdom and Holiday World, but we just went to Holiday World. We weren't going to go back. <laughs> no need to go back. Kentucky Kingdom's a good park, but it's like, ah. And it was like, well, we could redo the Michigan trip, but I'm still pissed off at Michigan's Adventure because we paid in advance for our tickets, right? Yeah. So $103 for her and I and parking. To this day, they have still not gotten back to my refund request. Like, right. hey, I drove there. I was trying to drive to your park 11 fucking hours. Can we get a refund? I still haven't heard back from them. Like, you can't get a hold of anybody in person. I think it's going to be $103 down the drain. And the reason we bought it in advance because you had to have reservations. Yeah. So it's like, it's kind of like we just got screwed over. So it's Damn. like, nope, this is. This is the Lord telling us not to go back to Michigan's adventure and just telling us to go, go do something else. Go do something a little more fun. Um, hopefully Michigan's adventure gets back to me. If they do, I'll let you go. I'll keep you guys updated. But, you know, season pass holder, world's of fun. Maybe maybe get back to me about this. Maybe. maybe listening. I'm hopefully. sure you are. Anyway. So we decided let's go to Minneapolis because – I was like, this is a city that Brittany's going to love. I've been there once before. Nick Universe, I love that park. Um, we decided we're not going to do Valley Fair. Wow. Mostly because Michigan's Adventure didn't get back to me. So I'm like, screw you. I'm not giving you any more money. Cedar screw Cedar Fair. Fair. Yeah. Yep. Right now I'm just <laughs> mad at you, Cedar Fair. And um, we decided the day of driving up there, we were going to go ahead and hit Arnold's Park um in iowa i haven't been there in a couple years when i was there they were redoing the legend roller coaster so half of it was smooth half of it was jackhammer rough they have a new credit there 
So instead of the six hour drive, we turned it into a nine hour drive to add Arnold's Park <laughs> <laughs> to our long drive to Minneapolis. And on the way up there, the main road we were supposed to take, they were just having a bike race. So it added another 30 minutes to our drive. Because <laughs> yeah. it was just like the, one of the busiest highways in Iowa. We're just having a, a bike race. So <laughs> we drove amongst the corn and we drove some more. I was having flashbacks. I was like, this car dies again. Yes. <laughs> like, this so is this it. This alternator <laughs> holds up. But eventually we get to a beautiful lake city. Just out of the corn. You're in nothing, Iowa. Have you been to Arnold's Park? I've not. I think you would really like it. It's you're in nothing. You're in farm. I'm I'm looking at him like this. Just this quick trip. It's like we are going for one credit, <laughs> one one credit for him. That's why we're doing this. But I'm like, all right, this is marriage. <laughs> <laughs> this lake town pops up, and it's like this poppin nice lake park it's cute it's clean there's good landscaping it's a boardwalk there it's (laughs) just really nice i wasn't expecting it out of just corn because it went from nothing to city for iowa yeah yeah it was i was i couldn't believe it because i was very much picturing like a parking lot park Mm -hmm. you know just kind of that's what i would expect Mm -mm, you're not there it's i i was very happily surprised not what i was expecting at all yeah and it, like the surrounding area you've got the lake there with like boat rides and people are out on their personal boats floating in the water yeah. you've got restaurants and bars right by it with shopping and then you have this like really small but pretty amusement park so i was excited most excited i was getting a new credit but i was most excited to re-ride legend because i knew it had gotten a lot of track work and it was going to be really great and i was nervous because i voyage was my last ride that had scared me this is one of the oldest roller coasters around it's wooded i was like not again here we go yep we get on it smooth as a baby's ass (laughs) it was amazing and like it it very much had like a white lightning vibe but like not as intense as white lightning and more of a family-friendly coaster with, like, good airtime. And I was kind of, like, mad that I only bought one ride. I was like, damn, I should have got the ride wristband. And, like, because you, you could re-ride this, like, White Lightning and just sit there and do multiple laps and have a really good afternoon. <laughs> it was fantastic. It was so good. And you can see, like, the lake because it goes by the lake. It was great. It was so That's good. cool. Yeah. So we're going to have to go, bro. We, like, I'm actually excited to maybe go back and get a ride wristband and just... i would stay there i would stay at that mm-hmm. word i don't know what this is. Okajoga. lake okaboji is the lake. i would it gets worth getting a hotel room there that mm-hmm. night going to the bars by the lake just whatever and having a relaxing day because it's in that the park is really really cute really really clean super americana i do love I americana so surprised i couldn't i was like okay yep maybe it was worth nine and a half hours (laughs) it was and then i had to get my credit Brittany opted out but there is a herschel wild mouse which is a old school like traveling style wild mouse where they put one person in the car and you go 
So I get in line for this thing and there's two kids in front of me, tiny kids. And I get up on the bridge because you can watch because it kind of has a bridge where it goes to the highest point of the coaster. And I'm watching the kids go and the kids are getting thrown every corner <laughs> like the little kids are like popping off and they're they're laughing because they think it's so fun but when they start going through the down part of the track uh-huh. the ride is literally shaking side to side like it's moving side to side and i notice like the black parts of the end of the pole like they're mm. literally moving and they're getting thrown and caleb it's like he's just in line i'm like oh no oh no Yeah, and I'm looking at it, and you can see that the supports are adjustable and supported with like a cotter pin to like, because it's a traveling coaster. And what they did, they laid the straight concrete, plopped it down. This shit isn't bolted to the ground at all. It's just placed on concrete with little cotter (laughs) pins. And like, I'm seeing these kids fly by, and I'm seeing the I'm seeing the supports move about. (laughs) <laughs> six inches to a foot whenever like the forces hit it and i'm like if that's happening for these little fuckers like i'm a grown-ass adult about to ride this i'm like watching them i'm like oh no yeah there was a moment where you get it in the wild mouse part and there's like a big drop and it's like huge laterals and i'm like fuck if this is it i'm, I'm going out on the wild mouse and um it was pretty rough and fun <laughs> And I survived, so it was definitely worth it. But it's definitely you know worth it's that. a good ride. My life. To hear him, like I'm watching him, and I can grunts, <laughs> 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 just making sure that I'm still alive. That thing, man. Nine and a half hours. <laughs> it was wild, but but worth it, according. To like- I would ride it again, but man, it was it was thrilling in like a, the wrong way. So that was the park. We hit those and then head up to Minneapolis and got there at like 10 o'clock at night or something like that. It was a long day (laughs) of driving. I bet. But we did have some delicious food in Minneapolis. So um, I would say like Minneapolis as a whole is a great foodie town. Yeah. So if you like food, fucking go. You got because you got Minneapolis and you got St. Paul across the Mississippi River there. And it's just two cities of awesome food. Some highlights. We ate at the Highland Grill for breakfast. And they had a delicious, like, quinoa rice bowl that we went back for because I love that shit so much. Nice. Um, You had, like, oatmeal pancakes? I did. It was great. Pretty good. Yeah. Went to the French Meadow. We went to Sift. We went to the Five and Eight. It, it's it's rare you go on a trip and you don't have a bad meal and mm-hmm. every day it's great and i would say maybe our worst meal might have been the five eight club and that's where we got the juicy lucy and I th- i'm just gonna say it the juicy lucy is overrated it's just a burger it's a cheeseburger but they hide the cheese in the middle of the bur- burger yeah i just don't get it juicy lucy slander juicy lucy slander so the people in minneapolis probably turned this podcast off <laughs> LA Minneapolis. <laughs> Everybody out. can get it. All right. But I do think it's cute that the people in Minneapolis like just love to talk about because if Juicy you talk Lucy's. to any local about Juicy Lucy, they'll tell you like Matt's Bar, they'll tell you about Five Eight Club, but then they'll tell you those places are shitty and you should go to these other places. Yeah. It's like, I'm like, dude, no, it's all the same. <laughs> it's just a burger. But it was a great um 
meal for eating, I would say. A trip for eating. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. So, um, you know, the next day we, well, Monday, we just kind of chilled by the pool. We went to Minnehaha. Oh, we went to Minnehaha State Park. It's, you recommended this. It's theme park great. Time. I'm a trail runner now. Yes. I was, <laughs> I was loving it. We were by the, and then like it comes out by the Mississippi River. It was beautiful and amazing and fun. And it was, it's good. It's totally worth going. Yeah. So Minnehaha, it has the park and then like around the parking, it's really, you, you get to the waterfall really quickly. It's like accessible to everybody. So if you, you go on with grandma or um, somebody that just doesn't walk very much, whatever it is, um, you can go and check out the waterfall and it's like, anybody can do that. But the truth is like when you go exploring through the park, there are some incredible trails where locals yeah. are just running, you're biking. It's very active and um, highly, I, I don't think you go to Minneapolis and not go to Minnehaha because the waterfall is pretty. It's bigger than I thought it was too. The trails are pretty. Yeah. It's really good. It's really fun. That's awesome. I can't wait to go back. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. And then, um, so the next day we went to Mall of America mm-hmm. to check out Nickelodeon Universe. And so we showed up, I made like the reservations and we get to the kiosk, had like long lines. So we had to find one that didn't have a long line. Entered my code and the tickets don't pop up. So we're there like at park open and we can tell it's going to be a pretty crowded day. So I'm like asking around employees, like, where the fuck do I go? Where's guest services? Cause I have like one sign that says guest services this way. And then like no other signs. So it's like, what the hell? I want to, I want to get my tickets. And guest services is closed. Yeah. So we get to guest services closed. We got to stand in this line in their retail shop where it also says tickets here because everybody's just walking around confused. Because like, no, a lot of people's tickets aren't working. They're not working or they don't have tickets in the first place. So like, where do we get tickets? Yeah. Everybody's fucking confused. <laughs> so we're in this long line. It probably took 20 minutes to, to get up to two very friendly employees mm-hmm. They who were there all day and had a line all day. And they're also running the retail stop. So they're doing tickets, retail solving every problem in the world these two were amazing when we come back seven hours later to get his mug it's the same two at the same station with the same line line. out the door yeah bless them they were so nice they were so they took care of our tickets and it's probably about 15 minutes past park open and now it's like oh shit everything has a line now it's like oh we could have got in all the coasters before this and now we're waiting at least 20 to 30 minutes for everything. So we did Pepsi orange streak, which Brittany calls it. Orange fan of just Pepsi. <laughs> Some orange sort of orange drink. drink roller coaster. Drink or streak? It's orange streak. Yeah, I just call it orange. Like, orange drink. Right? drink. Like, I just... Orange juice. <laughs> yes. I call it the orange juice though, it's a, del- it's a delightful mind train. Yeah, it's basically a mind train. It's a family coaster. It goes through the park. It's fun. Yeah, well, you can carry a conversation on a roller coaster. That was so fun. <laughs> yes. It's like a monorail. Yeah, it really was just like a fast monorail, and it was a lot of fun. <laughs> so then we rode SpongeBob, and I was kind of interested because Brittany <laughs> likes Euro Fighters, nah. but she's never done the over-the-shoulder restraint, Mm-mm. and it was pretty rough for you. That's not well. It wasn't the worst, but uh, where my head is, I got boxed in the ears. 
mm. real good. Like I went pop, like like my ears made a pop because I yeah. got hit so hard. But it was it was smooth. Like it wasn't bad or smooth as you said it was older. It was fine. I just got boxed pretty good in the head. So yeah. that was not fun. And I did not get that experience because my head was over the restraint. So I thought it was really good. <laughs> but yeah, different height uh, variations. We'll probably mm-hmm. think different things on this ride. Mm-hmm. And then we hit up Ghost Blasters, which was the Boo Blasters. Boo Blasters. Sorry. Thank you. Whew, if you weren't around, I'll tell you what. Um, but wildly surprising. I, I rode that ride, but it's so long and all the effects were working great. And this was a great shoot 'em up dark ride. It was so much fun. Yeah. I don't normally like shooting dark rides. And we've been on two shooting dark rides this month that mm-hmm. were exceptionally good. Yeah. So highly recommend those three attractions. Awesome. Then we get out and the rest of the park is slammed. The log chute is closed because it's been closed since COVID. We knew that going in, but it's still stung because that is the star attraction of that park. And to have it closed for, I don't think it's COVID reasons. I think it was staffing still because they, they were running on a low staff, obviously. If they yes. couldn't open guest services, but is what it is. But those were the three rides we rode. Um, everything else had too long of a wait, and we were just like, let's just go enjoy them all. But we did stop in and do the Fly Over America attraction, which they had a special, which we didn't know this when we walked up. They were like, would you like to do Fly Over America or Fly Over Hawaii? <laughs> and I was like, shit, I have no idea. I was like, "What's what are people liking? He's like, well... Flying over Hawaii is very popular. So we did fly over Hawaii and it's good. It is the same quality as Soren and the same ride style as Soren. So if you like yeah. Soren, you'd like this ride. If you can go to Mall of America and not spend the money or don't want to spend the money to ride a Soren type attraction, don't ride it. But it was good. And then we just kind of walked around the mall. We ate at Cantina Laredo, which is one of our favorite Mexican food chains. We ended up walking 12 miles. Wow. Yeah. We That's were multi-hours, basically. Mm. I saw that your favorite uh, Crayola crayon is gone a color. <laughs> Poor girl. My Mall of America experience was not the greatest. That Soren ride... I sat by the chattiest Kathy that ever existed <laughs> who talked to his partner the whole time. And like, it's like, we're, we're. Hope you brought your sunscreen. Hope you brought your sunscreen. Ooh, look at the beach. I want to windsurf. Doesn't windsurfing look fun? Did it shut up for the, the entire time? <laughs> and we'd, we'd been in lines all day. I just got boxed on SpongeBob. I was like, okay, well, this is going to at least be like a calm in the dark experience no the whole time oh we're getting misted like we don't need you announcing the ride bro we're experiencing what is that well. called like like the descriptor like whenever you have that turn narrator on the TV. Mm-hmm. yeah like just straight up commentary the entire ride i'm looking over at him like can you believe this and he's over here like yeah i couldn't Hawaii. hear the guy oh I, no <laughs> this guy next to me keeps looking at his girlfriend and just keeps going on oh we're in the air oh my gosh like Awful. that man could not handle being on the ride. <laughs> well, she couldn't either. She was talking back. They had a great, they had a great time. Other like just like go talk, away. go talk on the Pepsi Orange Streak. Yeah, that Don't banter ride. Yeah. 
anyway, but it was mall was good ish it felt understaffed it felt like an understaffed mall that's where it comes back to it was understaffed like i slipped on some coffee and there was like a crowd of people just like waiting for somebody to bust their ass there was trash was in the fountains there was trash everywhere there, there were too many people for a, an understaffed mall yes everybody yeah. was it felt like everybody was working like everybody mm-hmm. was doing it just they were outnumbered yeah. by a lot and it was busy like, we went during the only non-peak day but it was also toddler tuesday and it was oh, just damn. like like kids people were out like and... kids are climbing on like the ride stuff like the mm-hmm. gates and like nobody's telling them to get down they're throwing fits it was it was a weird experience because i've never been to an indoor park before yeah but there was also mall people mall <laughs> i was people. like what is this and one thing i do want to point out too after coming out of pittsfield illinois and des moines and all of that it did feel like the people of <laughs> minneapolis were like they weren't rude but they didn't give a fuck about you no <laughs> they could care less like, that makes sense it's a lot busier of a metropolitan area as well yeah like i bought some shoes and the woman was like oh do you have a member or um rewards, rewards here and i was like no and she's like what's your information i'll sign you up and i was like i don't want to sign up like sorry but i really don't i just want to buy the shoes and she was cold <laughs> as fuck it's <laughs> like, like fine okay. then huh she's like fine then buy the shoes she did yeah. and so he said thank you and she goes okay yeah. <laughs> it's like why are you personally offended that i don't want to give you my personal information i just want shoes man. from a store we're ever gonna go to once in minnesota it's like i'm from kansas city i've never been to this store before <laughs> I don't want rewards. I just want these shoes. So I would say even like the waitresses too were just like distant. Distant. But not rude. Mm-hmm. As opposed to Des Moines, where they uh hug you. Bartender <laughs> literally gets distracted by the cute puppies and I don't know. Can name, different. Them. name them. Tell you their age. But yeah, the mall was okay. I would say if you're going to um Minneapolis, don't go just for the mall because it would be kind of disappointing yeah minneapolis as a whole is great it is a mall like Mm -hmm. it may be a big mall but it's a mall Mm -hmm. so then the last day we had we decided we'll get up in the morning do a little walk Um, we actually had planned to go to a place called como park which they have a free zoo i don't know how we missed this on our um our show thing by the way it's 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 a great place. You can go to the the zoo and the botanical garden for free, and then they also have like a Como Town, which is like a separate gate amusement park that is paper ride. Okay. Um, I don't know how you and I missed this because I missed the coaster. You missed the attraction, but the park is beautiful. And we had reservations for ten fifteen, and we didn't quite make it, so we didn't get to go do that. But it was free, so I was like, yeah. It was raining. Is what it is. Yeah, and it was raining. That's right. So we went for a little walk when the rain stopped. And then we rope dropped Como Town for the (laughs) Galaxy Coaster credit. And we were the only two rope dropping. We couldn't talk in the park because all the ride operators could hear us because our conversation would carry. Like they were all just looking at us like meerkats. Just yes, like when the when the manager (laughs) came to open the gates. She didn't say hello. She was just she like... She wouldn't make eye contact with us. Because, I mean, he's against the gate. Like I was not against the gate. He was against the gate. <laughs> I was sitting down. She, she's just trying to unlock the door. Like, all right. And I'm just like, 
avoid eye contact <laughs> didn't say come on in nothing just, just shame it was the most shameful rope drop i've ever been a part of yep so why are you here <laughs> yes, yes very much that vibe of like really <laughs> really <laughs> okay and when you walk in you realize it because it is, it is a kitty park with a galaxy roller coaster so we i dropped ten dollars a piece for us to ride we get there the ride operators are like they see us coming from a mile away <laughs> and it's like awkward so i'm like hi <laughs> we're coming to ride your roller coaster and like they, they load us up and they're getting ready to dispatch us and one of the ride operators goes ooh and they're like oh shit we haven't turned on the auto spiel yet they turned it on and it's like this crazy auto spiel with like monkeys and birds chirping in the background it's just, us two just for there. us we're the only ones in the park <laughs> it's been open three minutes we're getting the spiel it's like he totally could have just been like hey stay seated keep your seatbelt on go no nope. but instead we got the whole show <laughs> <laughs> only ones on the train only ones yep. in the park but um i will say the ride was worth it it was a good credit and como town como park is definitely an area that you should spend some time if you're wanting to do a walk if you want to ride your bike um want to go see a, a cheap a, a free zoo free flowers whatever um it's a good stop and there's a credit there and Brittany, we we did an instagram poll is 93 percent of our followers have not ridden this roller coaster Brittany and In the Loop Drew, Drew the intern, are the only two that butter that they've ridden it. I'm elite, baby. Hey. She's amongst some of the elite. <laughs> that's good. Oh, our dog is mooing at. That's not a moo. That's around. a growl. Uh, <laughs> anyway, but that was our trip. Minneapolis was great. Des Moines awesome. was great. Holiday World was okay. And that's everything. That was a lot. I'm tired. I am tired. Anyway. Moo. Our dog has stopped mooing. Thank you, dog. <laughs> yeah, that was it. But nice. it was kind of funny, man. We we went to Mall of America and then, you know, the next day the mass mandate comes out in Kansas City and we're like, oh shit. Here we go. Are we about to buckle up again? And Minnesota, they're about to do it too. They're about mm-hmm. to they have they literally have pictures of Mall of America as being like mask up, and it was like, oh, that. <laughs> and it's like, oh, dude, maybe we should have been masked up in the mall. But anyway, it's gonna be like that. It was nice. So. It was nice to get in some trips while it was. It was all new parks normal. for me, so I yeah. had a delightful experience. And one new park for me with Como Town. Rolling up credits. Bad <laughs> dog. Ooh. There is. There are dogs outside of our window currently. And the dog wants to move at them. Anyway. Anything you want to add, man? No, I went on a little trip up to Colorado. Almost died three times, but... Almost um, died three times in Colorado. Uh, only theme park stuff. I did drive by Elitch and Lakeside. Both drove by both. were not operating at the time I drove by. Um, <laughs> so I think they were closed or with weather was in the area when we drove by Elitch. So okay. uh, um, either way, I wasn't going to stop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm good. No reason to stop at the Colorado parks. Mm-hmm. Well, hope you had fun in Colorado. It was a good time. So Do some hiking or anything? Yeah, I went disc golfing up in the mountains and then swam in the Colorado River. Uh, so that was kind of fun. 
And uh, yeah, uh, but then yeah, next week I go to Key West. Unfortunately, no theme parks in that as well before a wedding. And then wow. end of August, I'm going down to St. Martin for nine days. So you have a great August lined up. I do. <laughs> That's exciting, man. Lots of sunshine. You're going to be dark as hell. So good in the sun. That's the plan. That's the plan, baby. You're going to come back looking like an oatmeal cookie. That's great, man. I'm excited for you. Can't wait to hear how the trips go. Mm-hmm. But other than that, we appreciate y'all listening. Thank you, Brittany, for joining in and sharing your experiences coming out of your show. The people love you, by the way. The people love Brittany. So it's good to finally get her on the podcast. She's the she's the face behind all rubrics that have been on the show. <laughs> she is. We got to give her credit for any rubric that happens on the show. It's great. All right, but thanks for listening, guys. Make sure you check us out on all of our platforms. We're on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Twitter, Clubhouse. Check us out there at Coaster Cuzzies. And next, our next show is going to be uh, part of the road trip. Yes. Indiana Beach and Michigan's Adventure, the trip I was going to take. Um, dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. So now it's just going to be pretend. But uh, excited to talk about those and get Chef Jeff back on the show to um, discuss all, all the vast things to do around Indiana Beach and Michigan's Adventure. Mm-hmm. There's so much to do, I think. We'll find out. All right. Well, if you like our podcast, make sure to uh, subscribe and rate us five stars and leave a review on Apple Podcasts so more people can hear our shit. Other than that, America, you know what to do. Stay fly. Don't let your car break down.